Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. You'll notice on this show, I don't use fancy financial lingo and terminology that's going to do nothing but confuse you. I want to help you out. So we try to keep things simple and straightforward and easy to understand on this podcast so you can get the most out of it. Simple is beautiful. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to answer a listener question that I got through my website. If you have questions, check out my website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. This question was from Keith, and Keith wanted to know, what would I recommend that someone do if they experience a market crash during retirement? Do you jump out of the market and move all of your portfolio to conservative until the clouds clear? Or does it make sense to just wait out the storm? That's what Keith wants to know in today's listener question. So we're going to talk about that. What do you do if you experience a market crash during retirement? This is a fantastic question. I'm so glad that Keith sent in this listener question through the website, because if you think about it, the last market crash that lasted where at the end of the year, the market was actually down was 2008. That was the big crash. The market was down around 38%. And before 2008, it was the three years, 2000, 2001, 2002, were three consecutive years where the market was down double digit. So chances are, if you have a normal retirement where the average retiree in this country retires at 62, that's the average, and I didn't just make that up, that's from SSA.gov, Social Security Administration. So if you look at the life expectancy of a 62-year-old non-smoking couple, it is age 92, so meaning and women typically outlive men in the United States. So if we look at that 62-year-old couple, they're expected to have a retirement life expectancy of 30 years. So you have to assume that for the average couple that retires at 62, that if they live until 92, if they have a 30-year retirement, that somewhere in there, they're going to experience a market crash. So this is not something that's going to be unusual to the average couple here. So before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to remind listeners to check out my website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. There you can listen to previous episodes. There are 56 episodes that have been recorded other than this episode, which is episode number 57. So check those out. We've been doing the podcast over a year. Also, you can check out our free resources. There's everything from my retirement secret sauce, which is probably the most downloaded resource on the website. Also, you can check out our 2021 tax planning guide that's available right there, as well as our retirement budgeting tool. For those of you that are getting close to retirement, want to put together a monthly budget, where's my money going? That budgeting tool will help you determine how much you're wanting to live on in retirement. Those are all free tools available only on our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com, underneath the resources tab. 
While you're there, we're still giving away our Yeti tumblers. So those are really, really popular. We have our logo on them, but they're really, really nice. So we will be sending Keith a Yeti tumbler for submitting his question to our website, which is again, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. At the bottom, it'll say, ask Greg a question. You can submit your question there and we'll send you a Yeti tumbler. And we don't necessarily have to use your question on the podcast. It may be you have a question about your 401k or maybe an account that you're inheriting from mom and dad or something. So submit your question. We'd be happy to send you a Yeti Tumblr as a thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate you. So let's talk about what we recommend people do when they experience a market crash during retirement. And so who are we? Who am I? I say on every podcast, try to introduce myself a little bit. I am a financial planner in St. Louis, Missouri. I have clients in almost 20 different states, and we specialize in working with people 50 and older to help them plan for their dream retirement. So If you're going through retirement, if retirement is your goal, let's say at age 62 or 65, we have to assume that for the average 62-year-old that, okay, as I just mentioned, most people that retire at 62 are going to be around for the next 30 years, possibly even more. So during that time, you can expect that you're going to experience a big setback in the market, right? It's kind of like if you were driving from New York to LA, at some point you're going to run into road construction. When you're traveling that far, you almost have to expect at somewhere along the journey, you're going to run into a setback. So we really want to plan ahead with the assumption that, hey, at some point down the road, there's going to be a big market setback, a big market crash. Whether it's a 2008, we pray to God it's not as severe as a 2008 market financial crisis that we went through, or a tech crash, like a tech bubble of 2000, 2001, 2002, where the market was down three consecutive years. And it's just like if you were planning to go on vacation, maybe you have a fifth wheel or a RV, you have to ask yourself, What will we do if we get a flat tire, if we get rear-ended, or if we run into a very bad thunderstorm? I'll give you a perfect example. If you've never watched the movie Sully, I want you to check out that movie. There's a scene in the movie where Tom Hanks is the pilot, is Captain Sully. You may remember the story. He was the pilot and was flying this aircraft, and the engines hit two birds. And both engines went out. And the first thing he asked, he asked the co-pilot, he turned to the co-pilot and said, give me the QR. If you've ever seen the movies where the helicopter pilots, they have a clipboard that is rubber band or attached to their leg. Basically what it is, is it's a manual for in case of emergency, what do you do when the engine goes out or there's a a malfunction in the aircraft? So together, Captain Sully and the co-pilot went through the in case of emergency report and were able to land the aircraft safely in the Hudson River off of Manhattan, and all 155 passengers survived because they went off of their manual, their in-case-of-emergency manual. Just think of your vehicle. Your vehicle has a owner's manual that shows you how to change a tire or change a blinker, whatever it is. It's the same thing with retirement. We have what's called a retirement plan. 
And so that's what we do with all of our clients. We prepare one of those for in case of market crash, we have a retirement plan that's going to show us how we're going to get through it how we can persevere, and quite frankly, how we set up somebody's portfolio in retirement is based on the assumption that we know we can expect a big market downturn at any time. So that's the first thing that we do, is if we were going to go through a market crash with a client, is we would want to pull out their retirement plan and to update those figures to see how they're impacted and how we adjust. Now, with that being said, we happen to subscribe to the bucket strategy for retirement planning, and we have talked about that in a previous episode, which we can link for all listeners. And what the bucket strategy says, I'll kind of recap it, it's we try to come up with three different buckets. The first bucket is your emergency fund bucket. This is going to have between six months and 24 months of living expenses inside of it. This is all of your short-term money, money that we can't risk in the stock market or something in a risky asset that really may crash down in value in a moment's notice. The emergency fund is just like what we said. It's in case of emergencies. That's going to kind of help us bail us out. Maybe we have a furnace that we have to replace. Maybe it's a new set of tires or something like that. An unexpected expense. We also have bucket number two, which is geared towards retirement income. For those people that like to have income from their retirement portfolio, maybe they have IRAs, Roth IRAs, and so forth, we come up with bucket number two, which provides the most tax-efficient income out of their portfolio. And people ask, well, do you put the Roth IRAs in there, the 401ks in there, or a brokerage account in there? Well, it kind of depends on what tax efficiency we can come up with, what mix makes sense for each client. So I can't really give you a one size fits all. We're trying to come up with a tax efficient income in bucket number two, and that's what our clients live on on a monthly basis. We have monthly income from bucket number two. Bucket number three is our more long-term or growth-oriented bucket because we know the cost of living, like in the beginning of this year or first half of this year, everybody keeps talking about inflation, which is really just the rising cost of living. Look at a gallon of gas lately and how expensive it is. Look at going out to eat or your grocery bill. I know all of those have gone up dramatically in the first half of 2021. A little side note, I am reading a lot of projections and articles that are saying that Social Security is going to give one of the largest cost of living adjustment raises to Social Security recipients that has ever happened in the history of Social Security. That's what they're expecting to be announced in October, and then that will come into effect in January 2022. So the whole idea of bucket number three is, yeah, we don't need monthly income from it yet, but we know we need to get growth from it, and it has to keep up with the rising cost of living 
because we know every year it seems to go up two, three, four percent or even higher in cases of 2021. So if we look at the different buckets, bucket number one is invested. It's positioned a lot more conservatively than bucket number two. And bucket number two has a different job of producing income every month than bucket number three, which bucket number three is invested for more growth. So what would we do in this scenario? Well, we might reduce some of the income from bucket number two temporarily during a market crash. We might also do Roth conversions. While the market is down, we may take advantage of some Roth conversions at that point. And the good thing is, is that our retirement plan actually stress test this scenario so we can map out what would a 30% drop in the market? How would that impact our plan? How about a 40% correction? How would that impact our plan? Would it crumble it? And so we've already planned these scenarios ahead of time before they even occurred. So when that market crash rolls in, that big thunderstorm that looks like it's going to last forever, when that rolls in, you're ready, you're prepared, you've planned ahead for this. The thing you don't know is how long it's going to last. But what we do is we look at historically how long do these market crashes last until we get back to normal. So we can kind of go based on historical occurrences to get in a pretty good gauge of how long the market crash is going to last until we get back to normal, or at least historically speaking, how long have these typically lasted? A bad idea is to go into retirement thinking that, okay, you're not going to experience one of these, or if you do, you can just keep on doing the same thing and you'll be fine. It'll all work itself out. I'll give you a perfect example. There were a lot of people that retired in 1999. The 90s, the market was the roaring 90s. Somebody that retired in 2000, in the year 2000, and they kept, let's assume they had a million dollars invested in the S&P 500, and they were taking out a 5% withdrawal, so they were taking out $50,000 a year. Well, guess what? 2000, the market was down. 2001, the market was down. 2002, the market was down. And then 2008 was the big market crash. Well, guess what? If you run this hypothetical out, this person would have run out of money by 2016. So meaning they would have spent through their million dollars in less than 16 years of retirement. Well, guess what? For most people, they're going to have about 30 years or more of retirement. So what would you do if that happened to you? You have to plan ahead. We have to think about these things. And in my opinion, one of the biggest mistakes people make is they stay invested the same way they were while they were working and saving for retirement. They don't make any changes. In other words, they don't come up with a strategy like the bucket strategy that can help them get through the big market crashes in retirement because it really is a well thought out game plan. And it just makes sense. In retirement, your goals are different versus when you're saving for retirement, when you're funding your retirement. So you have to have a different investment portfolio. It has to be positioned differently just simply because your goals are different. So to kind of recap, what I, I'm going to circle back to Keith's question. What do you do in case of a market crash in retirement? Well, Keith, it really, it's, it's something that needs to be well thought out of ahead of time before the market crash ever happens. 
John F. Kennedy once said, the time to prepare the roof is when the sun is shining. And so like right now, if I had a couple that was on the doorstep of retirement and you're watching the headlines and seeing the market hit all time highs, now's the time to prepare the roof. The sun is shining. Your portfolio is probably at the highest it's ever been. You need to come up with a retirement game plan that takes into account all the what ifs in life. What if we ran into a market crash in year two of retirement? How would that impact us? How would that set us back? And then what adjustments would we make? You have to have that all planned out ahead of time, Keith. You can't just ad lib and try to get through it off off the cuff. So if you ever ran into the serious market crash or market downturn, yes, you need to adjust, but you have to know ahead of time what adjustments you're going to make. It's kind of like a sailboat. You adjust the sails depending on the wind and the weather. And in my opinion, it helps to have different buckets that have different purposes. In other words, not all of our portfolio is invested exactly the same. That goes back to grandma's rule, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And the worst thing someone can do is if they experience a big market crash, or even just think in in real life, like an accident someone experiences, a lot of people just naturally panic and they do irrational things just because they're caught up in the heat of the moment. So sometimes the worst thing you can do is panic and act irrationally and maybe, okay, we're gonna liquidate our entire portfolio and move to gold or some crazy thing like that. And what those people are doing, I think, is they're forgetting about their long-term plan and all the goals that they had just to do something that's irrational in the short term, but it makes them sleep better at night, but it doesn't solve the long-term goals that they had. So I think that's a huge mistake that some people make just in the heat of the moment. So don't do that. Whatever you do, don't do that. Keith, again, this is a fantastic question. I appreciate you sending in that question for today's episode of the Retirement Made easy podcast. I hope listeners have learned a thing or two and keep those questions coming. RetirementMadeEasyPodcast.com. You can submit your question and maybe we can talk about it on the next episode. I'll catch you next time. And remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC. Mm-hmm.